Welcome back to the Outkick Bets podcast, the NBA betting show, Hoops Handicappers, and I am the host, Jeff Clark. Of course, I got the homie, David Troy, to help me break down the eight-game slate Wednesday, January 24th. Apparently, it's rivalry week in the NBA. That's something I didn't even know until a couple days ago. Um, It wasn't really hyped up that well by the NBA, and you know that's probably because the players don't care and the rivalry week will end up being a huge dud. But there are interesting games Wednesday for us to get into and talk about. And hopefully everyone who can play will play. So we can give out some actionable actionable and solid intel. If I sound salty, it's because I am. I'm very, very, very salty about the NBA right now. <clears throat> Currently, my balance is on the season, negative 5.81 units. I had a miracle chop on Tuesday where the Knicks covered by four points or covered their four-point spread. They had no business covering. David, you were on the same side as me on that one. You said you didn't watch the game because you didn't want to jinx it. Did you see the ending? So I'm going to tell you what happened. My power actually went out with a couple minutes to go, or maybe like seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And I was like, all right, they're making their comeback. Like, this could be okay. I was watching it because I, I can't stay away from the NBA. I'm like a crack addict. But um, I turned it off, and then I started trying to watch it on my phone. And there was probably like two minutes to go. It was 98-97 New York. And I go, I got to turn it off. And I literally turned it off and just sat there in the darkness waiting for, for either a text from you or one of my other friends to be like, the next cover. Did you see it? And you luckily, actually spoiled it for me. Are you on basic? Are you on like regular cable? Because I'm, uh, I'm streaming no. everything. Yeah, I'm on YouTube TV, so it streams. It's a little bit later, but um, I don't know, maybe like I'm 30 seconds to a minute late. Yeah, well, we both got lucky there. Um, yep. I didn't get so lucky with the Jazz. I took seven when they played the Pelicans. I don't remember the final score of that game. Uh, but I know the Pelicans covered, and I stopped watching because the Pelicans were way out in front. So, whatever. I That was a really square bet. The Jazz have been playing really well lately. They've even gotten a couple um, covers and, and wins on the road, and they've sucked on the road the whole season. So, I fell for a trap. I liked the Pelicans initially and ended up talking myself on the other side. And that's kind of – that kind of sums up my season to this point. So, I usually turn it up um, really the start of the new year, so I'm a little late. <laughs> um, I'm a little behind on my NBA New Year's resolution, so hopefully I can finish January strong and and the uh, and the second half of the season even stronger. Um, I think I was down a similar number uh, around the beginning of December, so I could come back. I can get above 500 by the end of this. Uh, by the end of this month. So that's what I'm hoping for. Sure. All you need is two good days. You'll be fine. Yeah. So um, let's start talking about the eight game slate and I'm in a slump. So you know what you do when you're in a slump, you bet the Detroit Pistons as two point <laughs> two and a half point favorites, the four and <laughs> four and 39 Detroit Pistons, the worst NBA team that I can remember, frankly. And this is one of the four overs that I gave out in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Don't think it's going to get there. I uh, think they need to win 28 of their last 
39 games. So not not looking good. Not it's coming. Not looking good. But I think they're going to get going in the right direction after today. They're playing the Charlotte Hornets. Um, I, like an idiot, bet at minus three last night because uh, I got all excited about Cade Cunningham returning from a seven-game injury. And then, of course, like the NBA, like it always happens. I get a – I see underdog uh, – Dash NBA this morning on Twitter say, well, Cade's down to questionable, actually. It's like, oh, go figure. Go yeah. figure, right? That being said, Monty Morris is coming back. Backup point guard, actually making his season debut. Allegedly, we'll, we'll see. And the Detroit Pistons, one of their four victories this year was against the Charlotte Hornets in their second games of the season. That was before they had Bogdan Bogdanovich and before they traded for Danilo Gallinari. Uh, both are sharpshooters. Both are vets. Both can get buckets against the Charlotte Hornets, Charlotte Hornets team, which has maybe the worst defense in the league. I don't know. We're kind of splitting hairs at this point between them and Detroit. I thought this was interesting. Despite, despite Detroit having six fewer wins, they have a higher adjusted net rating, according to dunksandthrees.com and a higher SRS, according to Basketball Reference, which both account for strength of schedule. So based on like strength of schedule and scoring margin, somehow the Pistons are better than the Charlotte Hornets. If Cade Cunningham plays, I'd be willing to bet this up to four. I'm going to give it out at two and a half now. Um, and just, just hope. Just hope. I mean, it's it's obviously mostly a fate of the Hornets, but I'm hoping you didn't spend nearly as much time breaking down this game as I did. We we can move on if you don't even want to talk about it. I'm I'm surprised you didn't just close the Zoom call out of embarrassment. <laughs> I actually uh, spent a lot of time looking into some player props and stuff on this one. Um, one thing I just want to mention is I want to have a little bit of fun today, Jeff. So I'm going to try and build a double double parlay so just people who are going to have double doubles and the first one is actually Jalen Duran. now I'm not saying to play this separately just having a little bit of fun getting people in here Hornets are one of the easiest matchups for opposing centers Jalen Duran has played very well him to get 10 rebounds and 10 points should be a pretty much no-brainer it's at minus 205 right now Um, so he's going to be the first leg of that but I do also like him to be able to get over his 11 and a half rebounds He's been playing quite a bit. They seem like they have finally found who they want to play in the middle. Um, he has gone over 11.5 rebounds just one, two, three times in his past like seven or eight games, which isn't great. Um, but against the Hornets, you're talking about a real opportunity to succeed, and he had 17 in the first matchup against them this season. So, uh, Jalen Duran over his rebounds looks good. The other one that I want to just call out to everybody who's listening is Brandon Miller over his points, uh, 17 and a half. Um, Terry Rozier is gone. He just got traded away to the heat. He was their starting, uh, shooting guard. They are probably signaling now like, okay, we're going to let Miller get a few more shots going. He's actually at 16 and a half right now on, um, DraftKings, and I do really like that. Uh, 
it's not like the Pistons play exactly great defense. If if uh, Cade is in, he probably will match up against him. I think Miller will will look at that as kind of an opportunity to potentially attack uh, a guy who's coming back off of injury. Um, you know, and again, he should be trying to step up now that uh, Rozier is out. He's also scored uh, twenty or more points in I want to say. Yeah, in his last three games, um, and you're only looking for him to get to 17, but his field goal attempts over his last six games that he's actually played, 13, 11, 10, 5, where he got injured, 14, 17, 13 attempts. And these are not all threes or anything. So uh, I really like his his point total today. Yeah, I'm uh, a big fan of of Brandon Miller. I think he's going to be a solid pro possible all-star one day and with terry rozier going to to heat culture um a lot of usage and 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 shots are going to open up in that offense hopefully in this case they don't go to miles bridges and lamola ball does a good job distributing the rock um but i like brandon miller and i can't make a case for detroit's defense slowing him down it's just if he has a bad game so yeah all right cool um I somehow found a bet in the next game we're going to talk about. The Minnesota Timberwolves at the Washington Wizards like the Detroit Pistons, Charlotte Hornets. It's a 7 o'clock tip-off. The Wizards are 11-point underdogs. The totals 230. I very rarely do this, but I'm going to go with a game prop. I'm going to go under the Washington Wizards, 108.5-point uh, team total. They've went under this in seven of the last ten games. The Timberwolves have held opponents below um, 105 points, I believe. I'm looking forward to my notes here. Uh, They've held opponents to 105 or fewer points in six of the last 10 games. The Timberwolves have the best defense in the league. But the reason why I like the team total, the Wizards team total under, is because of the embarrassing loss the Wolves suffered the other night. Chris Finch, who you and I aren't high on, um, did the right thing in, in publicly calling out his team. And me and you texted about this. It's It was just the perfect encapsulation of Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns set a franchise record scoring 62 points. 44 of them were in the first half, and they somehow lost that game to the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Chris Finch quote said, said, quote, it was an absolute disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball all the way through the game. This is what happens when you have this type of approach. And he was referring to the Timberwolves force feeding Carl Anthony Towns the ball and trying to get him points instead of worrying about winning the game. Um, I think they're going to take it as a learning experience. I think they're going to come out and and shut down Washington's offense. That's not a tall task given how bad Washington is. Um, so it's a pretty straightforward, it's a pretty straightforward, um, handicap, right? Also, there's going to be a lot of one and done possessions because the, the Wizards have the worst offensive rebounding rate in the NBA and the Timberwolves have the highest defensive rebounding rate. So they're not going to give up easy putbacks and the, uh, Timberwolves because of which should be able to control the pace and they, they play, um, a very slow pace, whereas the Wizards pay, play a high pace. So it's mostly a motivation play. Also, you know, stylistically and from the matchups, it, it works as well. So 
I'm guessing the Wizards score 104 points. Um, I have under 108 and a half, which is available at FanDuel. It's only minus 105 when I uh, gave it out via print um, this morning, but I'd play it down to 106 and a half. Do you have anything in this game by chance? Uh, <clears throat> no, I do really like the look of it. Um, I'm also kind of leaning towards Timberwolves in the first half. They have a game tomorrow in Brooklyn, so this is typically one of those ones where you want to take care of business right away. You have the extra motivation of your coach, if they respect him, for them to come out and uh, put a little pressure on on the other, their opponent, lock them in. So, you, you know, it's probably easy to say this, but you'll, you'll know if that uh, team total is going to hit probably in the first half or not. Because if they come out locked in on defense, they'll come in or they'll go into the locker room with a pretty big lead. Um, so I kind of like the minus six and a half on there. You know, it sucks that they're on the road, but uh, I will also mention for the double double parlay, Rudy Gobert will be in it. He, the centers also feast on Washington. So him to get a double double is leg two of the parlay. Yeah, Daniel Gafford is one of those guys, the starting center of the Wizards, where he is an awesome backup big, but unfortunately is a starter. You know, that's a guy I would love to have. Like, as a Knicks fan, I would love to have him on the bench backing up Isaiah Hartenstein. And there's a chance they can get him for like a second round or some shit. Hey, Jericho <laughs> so, Sims played really well last night, though. Yeah, give it to him. Yeah, he hustles too. I like Jericho yeah. Sims. There's like some weird thing with Tom Thibodeau where Tom Thibodeau doesn't trust him. He doesn't um, trust most players, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. That's why, he, that's why he makes it. Yeah, that's why he makes everybody sit there and um, sit. You know, he, he plays his guys for forty minutes as starters because he trusts five guys and he barely trusts them. Yeah, I. As a fan, and as kind of like an old school basketball guy, I like that, to be honest. I like yeah. that whole, like, earn your playing time bullshit, or you suck in practice, you 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 have brain fart. I don't know if this is the case for Jericho Sims. You have brain farts on de- uh, defensive rotations, so we're not going to play you. I like that kind of stuff, but whatever. Um, we were talking more about the Timberwolves Wizards than, than is necessary, but... I'm going under, and you said you're including a Rudy Gobert double-double into your... Um, yep. Oh, we got to think of like a Wednesday. You got the Friday F-around parlay. We need a Wednesday tagline. While the, wa- the wacky Wednesday parlay. Love it. Let's do it. Wacky Wednesday parlay. All right. 7.30 Eastern Standard tip-off between the Memphis Grizzlies at the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat just acquired Terry Rozier. Uh, for Kyle Lowry and a first-round pick. They're 11-point favorites over the Memphis Grizzlies. The total is uh, 10.5-point favorites, actually. The total is 213.5. I have nothing in this game. I, you, know, you know how I am with the Miami Heat. I love them, but you know they can't be trusted to, to cover a big number here. They always play with their food and have weird results to their game. Like I could see the Memphis Grizzlies holding up double digit lead going into the fourth quarter and the heat like <laughs> miraculously beating them and a game that should have been just a blowout in the first place. But I'm passing. Um, I'll look for a player prop. If you have any type of analysis you're willing to give for this one. 
No, I, I kind of hate this game. The only thing, I did look at player props earlier. I, I thought maybe Tyler Hero, because I don't think Rogier will play. And my thought on it is just like, Hero's probably going to be like, oh, you got another scorer? Well, I'm going to just shoot the ball a million times in this game. But you know how I feel about Tyler Hero, so. Yep. And you know I over heavily yeah, disagree. I yeah. Over 20 and a half points for him seems pretty reasonable in this. The only way he shouldn't get to that is if he, uh, um, if it's a blowout. Uh, but I do think, and you can tell me if, uh, if we should add this one or not, Bam Adebayo to get a double-double in this game. I'm okay with that, yeah. All right. We'll there is an outside chance he gets there on assist, too. Yeah, that's true. Like that, they're like they do. They run a lot of like dribble handoffs. Or um, he 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 actually can be the point guard in this offense here or there. Um, so I don't hate that, and they do a good job like surrounding him with shooters. Even though like he's not necessarily a point forward, I'm just saying that is another out you could have here. Um, yeah. and yeah, that obviously works with your a wacky Wednesday parlay theme um and, and you know i am a tyler hero guy so i do like your lean to the over there and you mean he's going against john conchar and luke Kennard and i know you don't have thing good things a lot of good things to say about hero but even you're willing to admit obviously that he'd like those dudes up so yeah for sure all right um i have even less interest in this game but the portland trailblazers at the houston i almost called them texans houston rockets the rockets our heavy favorites, they're a really good home team. It's 10 and a half, pretty much across the board. Um, if you're into the Trailblazers, the, the, the Caesar Sportsbook is dealing a, a plus 11. So go ahead. Good luck. Totals at 221. I have no play in this game. Um, I think you bet the Trailblazers or bet against the Trailblazers the other day. Was it last night? In yeah, fact, last night, yeah. I don't, yeah. Uh, did the, trail, the Trailblazers ended up covering, right? Oh, yeah. They almost won the game outright. They probably mm-hmm. should have too. It's so weird. Like, I, I I bet them the other night against someone, and they got crushed, and I felt like an idiot. But like, as I wrote, when you squint at this roster, it's like, damn, they have players that like you want. They have good players. It should, it should, it should make more sense on the court. They should be better. I hate like throwing coaches under the bus. I usually blame the the players, but obviously Chauncey Billups isn't doing a very good job. Um, and they have had injuries, but like I was the only warning that I had for you in that game is like the trailblazers actually play good three point defense and they did a good job defending the three pointer against the thunder. I didn't, I didn't even watch the game. Maybe the thunder were just off the whole night, but the Rockets don't really even shoot a lot of three pointers. Um, you know, I feel like this number is about as high as it could be. So, you know, this is a very long winded way of passing on this game. Do you have anything here? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I don't think you can really trust the Rockets to cover this number, but I also don't think you want to get there with the Trailblazers very often. They're also coming off the back-to-back, as you just mentioned, um, in a game that probably meant a lot more to them. Uh, so, you know, in, in full disclosure, the reason, part of the reason was Thunder beat the Trailblazers twice this season, once by 40-something and once by 60-something. So my thought kind of was, okay, they're back at home. They're probably going to want to take care of business. They probably win it all in the first half and then coast in the second. Well, they didn't even do that. Um, they they didn't 
win the first half and then they had to kind of struggle to get the victory and uh Chauncey Billups was actually thrown out with about three seconds left in the game something like that yeah he's um, like protesting the results right Maybe. I don't know what he's doing, but he definitely got thrown out because he tried to call a timeout and they called a double dribble. And uh, ultimately it ended up being that that uh, Shea got two free throws out of it. He missed one, made the second, tied it at 109. Jalen Williams hit a, hit a two-point shot with two seconds left in the game to give him the win. Um, so do they come out mad here? Do they come out tired because they were actually fighting for a win the whole time? Who knows? Um, you know the Rockets have been off for a few days, so they have the rest advantage. I would like to play the Rockets early or something in this game uh, when the number is a little bit lower, but it's a little hard just because uh, they have been off. They could be a little rusty. I don't know. They they should get their full team back, but if anything, I'd be looking at like Anthony Simons to go over twenty or nineteen and a half points. Um. Maybe somebody like Fred Van Vliet to get over fifteen and a half points, but I, I think the best thing is the best thing for me in this one is probably to just stay off altogether. Yeah, this is one of those games where you take a loss either which way you're gonna hate yourself for. I yep. mean, I already have one of those at the Hornets Pistons. So <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. do two of them. I get that. Uh all right, next game, definitely the main event of uh Wednesday night. The Phoenix Suns meeting the Dallas Mavericks for the uh second time this season. This is an actual rivalry game. Um the Mavericks are two and a half point underdogs with both Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving questionable to play. The over under is two forty and a half. The Phoenix Suns minus two um I got it at minus two at it's still available at Caesar, so that's my official uh, bet in this game, and one of my four best bets of the of the of the card. Um, I think I skipped ahead, didn't I? Ah, I skipped the Cavs Bucks, but I'm already through this game, so we we'll start get, talking yeah, about it. I'll circle it. back. Sorry about that, listeners. Uh, this is an 8:30 standard tip off. I'm gonna lay the two with the Suns. Um, obviously, I'm going to get the worst of the number of Luka and Kyrie are um, active for this game, but I'm I'm willing to take the risk now um, because if Luka doesn't play, I love it. And even if he does, the way the Suns are playing recently, I think they can cover this number. They're on a six-game winning streak. They got the second-best net rating over that span. Uh, Dallas is struggling a little bit during the last two weeks, um, two and three straight up. Minus seven net rating, minus three point six spread differential, and this is a revenge game for the Suns, who got just embarrassed at home on Christmas, one twenty eight to one fourteen. Um, Luca had one of the greatest Christmas Day performances ever, dropping a fifty piece, had fifteen assists, at six rebounds, four steals, and three blocks. Like an incredible performance, but. Phoenix actually held a one-point lead entering the fourth quarter and just completely gave that game away. Um, the Suns have essentially the best five-man lineup in the NBA once with uh, Beal, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker on the court. They're all um, supposed to play in the projected starting lineup. None of them are on the injury report for this game. So um, I'm expecting I'm expecting, um, I'm expecting the Suns to get some revenge here, and I'm, I'm going to lay the two. Uh, I'd play it up to minus three and a half, so I'll give you guys some wiggle room. But um, that's 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 my look here. What do, what do you think? 
you know, I liked what you said. It, this is an actual rivalry because this is probably the only game this week that I can think of that has an actual rivalry between the people who are on the team still. Um, I don't think you can bet this on the Mavs, at least until you find out if Luka and Kyrie are playing. I would assume they both are. Kyrie played the whole game last time. Um, Luka played the whole game last time. Uh, last time they were playing the Celtics. Um, they've been one of the best teams after a loss. They're 12 and six after a loss. Yeah. Um, I saw that. Uh, as a home dog, uh, they are just four and four, <clears throat> uh, losing on average by three points, which would go with what you're talking about here with the Suns. The Suns are playing better, but they're also kind of trending towards a loss here. Uh, and the reason I say that is if you look at their last few games, um, and obviously this one probably means more, at least a booker. I mean, Durant might be indifferent. And I want to say the one time that Dallas played Phoenix in Dallas with Durant and Booker was the one time that like Phoenix actually won. Hold on. I think I know what you're going to say. Should we push back on that real quick while I have this idea in my head? Not push back, but yeah. just kind of give you some conversation. I do think yeah. this matters to Durant as well, because if you remember after that choke job, Adrian Wojnarowski reported that he was unhappy with the roster. He got mad with that report. Um, so I do think this like game, you know, kind of gives him some PTSD or or – like is gonna is gonna get him up. I think he's gonna be up for this one. I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Well, he, he's been cooking lately, uh, right? And he he should be able to do it again in this game. Uh, his point total, I think, is 29 and a half. I I wouldn't be surprised to see him go over 30. Uh, but the bottom line is, I I can't play it one way or the other um, until I find out who's actually gonna be in um, for the Mavericks. I. I don't really like betting against them at home, uh, especially I'm guessing this is a primetime game. It is. It's on ABC. Mm-hmm. We know how Luca likes the ball out for those kind of games. <laughs> yes, he does. <clears throat> I uh, I just don't really have confidence one way or the other, but I am going to throw Luca into the mix with a double-double uh, for this one as well. So we got four legs in there, and right now it's sitting at plus 299. If we got some other ones, um, uh, that, yeah, this one's just a little tough, tough for me uh, to pick a side. Yeah, it makes sense. No, uh... I, will, I will say, I will say this: almost every player is juiced towards their over, which to me would obviously indicate that the the total for the game should go over two forty. Um, oh, I didn't even I didn't finish my one point though. The Phoenix. In their last four games, they've played the Kings. They came back from 20 points to win the Pelicans. They dominated pretty much the whole game. The Pacers, they came back to win against. The Bulls, they came back to win against. Mm -hmm. So, again, this is what I'm saying. Like, they're kind of trending towards losing a game here. And that's what I I also kind of have has me keeping away from – the Suns at the very least for this one. Yeah, that was one of the thoughts in my head as well. Uh Suns have gotten pretty lucky stealing a couple games in that in that current or in their current six game winning streak. Um obviously it you know it doesn't help my argument so I didn't add it to the handicap, but it's definitely 
It's definitely. Well, I mean, what am I going to say? Like, <laughs> no, I know, I know what you mean. I, I like. I could spend more time doing the traditional debate stuff, where it's just like, let me lay out your argument first and refute it. But it's like, I don't. You yeah, know, I don't want to spend that much time writing about the NBA and going that in depth when it's like, you know what? It's probably just going to come down to hits more threes. <laughs> it's just really, yep. it's that simple. And you know, uh, that's another reason maybe to bet the Mavericks is because the, the basketball is a math equation nowadays and they shoot more threes and Phoenix notoriously shoots a lot of mid range jumpers, but you know, maybe Grayson Allen gets hot. He's the only 50, 40, 90 player in the league. Maybe the biggest. Is villain. Really? Yeah. Yeah, kind of crazy, right? Yeah, that is kind of wild. Good for him. All right, so let's back up. I don't know why I skipped this game um, because I have action in it, but the Cleveland Cavaliers at the Milwaukee Bucks, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard tip-off. The I got 7.5. It's still 7.5 at Caesars Sportsbook, um, so that's what I'm going to grade myself at. The total is 236.5. Obviously, there's a lot of news around the Milwaukee Bucks currently. They just fired rookie head coach Adrian Griffin, replacing him with Doc Rivers. I think it's an upgrade coaching. I'm kind of a Doc Rivers apologist. I don't think he gets them over the hump to win the championship this year, but I think there'll be a happier locker room and there will be more synergy in the locker room because that that is what Doc Rivers specializes in. Um, but I just really like how Cleveland's playing. I've made a lot of money on them recently. I'm going to continue it. It feels like a sucker bet. Plus seven is a suspiciously high number considering how well Cleveland's been playing and the current like turmoil around Milwaukee's locker room and coaching situation. I'm not even sure if Doc Rivers is going to be on the sideline in this game. I assume he would be. I don't know. But... The Milwaukee's defense is just god-awful. It went from fourth in defensive rating last year to 21st so far this season. And Doc Rivers should improve that a little bit, but I don't think he's going to help it as much as that needs to be helped, right? I, I think like it's not even a hot take. This is what happens when you go from probably the best perimeter defender or a top-five perimeter defender to a bottom-five perimeter defender. And I'm talking about the Bucks trading Drew Holiday for Damian Lillard. Um, their offense was sick last year. It's still sick this year. I was trying. I couldn't figure this out, dude. I couldn't figure out why Milwaukee's defense was so bad because it just doesn't really make a lot of sense when you look at the stats. Their defensive free throw attempt rate is above average in a good way. Their defensive rebounding rate is very good. Their defensive effective field goal shooting percentage, I think, is eighth. Their turnovers, dead last, not forcing turnovers. But does that really make up the 21 or uh, really explain them being 21st in defensive rating? It, it's a struggle. The only thing that I can come up with is their pick-and-roll defense went from bad last year to god-awful this year. They have the third-worst pick-and-roll defense, according to NBA.com. And Cleveland is kind of mediocre in pick and roll efficiency, but they run the six highest rate of pick and roll offense. And I think their pick and roll offense improves with Garland off the floor or with Mitchell off the floor. In this case, it's Garland because it's like less cooks in the kitchen type thing, right? You can just run it right through Donovan Mitchell. And I'm not a Donovan Mitchell guy, but this dude has been balling lately. And again, I think him and Garland are just too repetitive. So it feels... Square, it does. 
Uh, but I'm going to take the seven with Cleveland and just hold on for dear life. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of, um, I think the Bucks first half is probably a good look only because, uh, usually when team gets rid of their coach, the players tend to try and like come out a little bit more rejuvenated, especially with these rumors that says, Part of it is the team like not trusting in him, and um, so usually this is where a, a team will come out and try and prove like, hey, it was the coach's fault, not us, kind of stuff. So I do like it. They also just got blown out by the Cavs without Giannis. So kind of like what happened the uh, two times uh, the Thunder blew out Trailblazers. This this time is where you should look to try and get a little bit of that revenge. So I, I do kind of like the first half. I think it's minus four uh, right now. It is. So um, that's the only look I have for this game. Uh, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a Jared Allen double-double into the parlor. You want, Jared, you want Gerald, Jared Allen or should we do Giannis? Jared Allen is much more likely to get a double-double than Giannis. You think <laughs> just, so? No, I think I'm just so. kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, you know what? Hey, we're having we're we're going wild here. Let's do both. There it is. Didn't we skip Jared one? And- Didn't we skip one? We got to get two in somewhere. Uh, how much well, you sorry. actually? You don't have to tell me how much you're putting on this. Can I oh, Venmo you ten dollars to get a piece of this? Of course. You just you throw an extra ten dollars. You know what? You don't have to Venmo me. I'll put it in there for you. But uh. I don't know if I can get the same game you parlay. You don't want this. my money mixing with your money? <laughs> <laughs> That's all good. I don't want the stupid uh, cash in here. It's probably yeah, counterfeit money get, anyways. Counterfeit 10. Let, let me see if I can get Jared Allen and Giannis in here. If I can't, then we'll just we'll, – I'll, I'll pick one of them. Uh, Jared Allen makes it 5-1. to one. Giannis makes it 3.5-ish to 1. A little bit more than that, so – let me let me look into that one a little bit. Love but it. I do like both of those. Okay. Good stuff, man. I'm happy yeah. with the work we're doing here. I am too. It's nice. So wait, what? You said seven to one, or wait, no. If we can no. get Giannis in there, how? What does it turn to? Giannis is uh, three sixty nine plus three sixty nine. I'm confused. I thought you said if it's just Allen, it's five to one. But you're saying if it's just Giannis instead of Allen, it's plus three sixty, and you can't yeah, do both. If it, yeah, if both of them right now, I'm I'm building this on uh, uh, DraftKings, so they have they have the best user experience, except for one thing that annoys the hell out of me, and it's it's this, it's uh, that like in order to do a same game bar- parlay, you have to like turn on the same game parlay odds instead of just building it. Hmm. So in any case, let me, let me see if I can get it done as well. We can go on to the next one if you want. All right. Oklahoma city at the San Antonio Spurs, the Oklahoma city are thunder. Excuse me. Are my app is screwing up. They are minus eight point favorites over under is two forty two. Um I would just keep it simple, stupid if I were to bet this game and go over because both these teams want to play fast pace and the uh Thunder should get a lot of easy points just by 
stealing the ball from the Spurs who don't even really have a point guard. And Thunder don't have any bigs, so I think San Antonio's size could work in its benefit, at least in terms of them scoring 115, 120. They got a pretty important big one, this one. What do you mean? Chet versus Wemby. Yeah, Chet. Chet's not to me not a like good uh, rim protecting big, and either way, that's like the only big they have, right? Well, yeah, this is the second time they played, and neither one of them had a very good game the first time. Okay, so, so one of them are going to be in your double double, right? I don't think so. I spent what? a lot of time looking at this before. Yeah, I spent a lot of time looking at it. But the fact that they didn't play well last game, maybe it's like the zigzag. They do play well this game. Maybe. I mean, if I was going to put one in, it'd be Wemby. Of course. Let's do it. Um, let me see how many times he's gotten a double-double in his last maybe like 10 games, and then we'll let me let me decide there. I mean, I think he's, he's scored 20... 20- Okay, go ahead. That's not the that's not the issue. It's his rebounds. So last, I'll do last roughly ten games. So since December twenty sixth, seven six seven seven nine ten twelve eleven thirteen five eight seven. That's his rebounds. So he's only had four double doubles in nine, ten, eleven, twelve games. It's not good enough. Home runs gotten. One double-digit rebounding game in like the last like fifteen. Yeah, you're right. There is no double-double candidate here, huh? No, I. I mean, maybe somebody with assists. You could maybe, maybe think Josh Giddy, but even he's been like awful lately. Yeah. I mean, ever since he stopped sleeping with younger kids, like it's woo. <laughs> no charges were pressed. Yeah, that's true. No, Man, Giddy, our kick Giddy's was weirded out and pissed about that. Why? It's like, because, you know, the report was like this guy hooked up with a 15-year-old and they were just like, how could no charges be pressed or how could like the family drop it? I was that like, listen, question. it's like, these Orange County, these Southern California kids grow up pretty fast and like the parents probably were like, we shouldn't be talking about this. The parents are probably well, like, our kid's a little shit, and I, it's actually yeah. her fault, probably. Terrible. I should edit this out, but I'm not. Anyways, we're not here to talk about Josh <laughs> Giddy's personal life, as terrible as it may be. I don't, I don't even know. It's all speculation. I have nothing in this game, um, and I've completely ruined the conversation with this. So, sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on this one, too. Don't worry. Don't fade Josh Giddy, though. He's, he's pretty good. Um. Yeah. Atlanta Hawks playing the Golden State Warriors. The Atlanta Hawks are pretty close to joining the Los Angeles Lakers on my ban list. I hate this team. Um, it's mostly because I hate Trey Young, but I don't know. I can't figure them out either which way. The Warriors are minus six and a half point favorites. There's some minus seven here or there. Uh, so shop around if you like the Warriors or the Hawks for that matter. Total is 235 and a half. I think this is the first game the Warriors have played in maybe a week or so, give or take, um, because of the uh, tragic passing or death of their assistant coach and a team flight. Terrible, terrible situation. Um, but if I'm putting in my my robotic, um, my robotic gambling analysis on this one, 
I lay the points with the Thunder or with excuse me with the Warriors um, because right they're playing for the dead coach type thing. Yep, that's my thought on this too. I don't, I don't think there's a chance they lose this game. No, not in uh, front of their home crowd. No, and they've been playing terribly. This might be one of those like, oh, they this thing brings them all together. I, I don't yeah, know. It's terrible but, as it sounds, but yeah, it's that's exactly how I'm looking at it. They got yeah, the patch if, on the jersey. This is just the yeah. And hey, you, there are bigger example, things in life. Type shit. Type speech. Right. right. You know, we've had some beef here, but like, let's do it for the coach. And that doesn't mean they're going to win by seven, but I think it means they win I by would, thirty. Yeah. <laughs> one thing to mention about it too is if you want kind of a comparison. Jokic was super close with this guy, I guess, and uh, he went nuts in the Celtics game right afterwards, right after it happened, like as kind of a tribute. And I think he even brought it up in the uh, the post game. And you know that guy doesn't even give a crap about basketball. So if he was willing to play harder for him, I mean, it's it, it seems like uh, this is one of those typical storybook things that. Um, You'll get you'll get the Warriors' best effort here, and even though the Hawks are better without Trey Young, I don't think that this is a good situation for them to be in to have to face the team. That doesn't mean the Warriors won't come out slow or something, but I do think they they should win this. I, my guess is that that third quarter that you're used to from the Warriors going crazy is probably going to happen once again. Yeah. Um, this is one where you definitely should pay attention to me on Twitter uh, or look out for my tweets on because if the Pistons and or um, Wizards, Timberwolves, bets cash, I'm probably going to throw something on the Warriors. This is just like a momentum play, you know? And I, with the way I'm looking at it, I'd play it up to minus eight. I'd really kind of... I'd probably play it up to minus nine and a half if I'm if I if I hit my my earlier bets because it's just like I, I just think the Warriors just come through and just buzzsaw this team, so that's where I'm at. But my official best bets: Pistons minus two and a half, uh, Wizards under a hundred and eight and a half uh, points team total. I'm taking seven and a half with the uh, Cavaliers, and I'm laying two with the Suns. You have like a multi-leg double double. Uh, parlay going. Um, ooh, uh, do you have another maybe best bet that you can give out to the listeners? Yeah, let's go with uh, Brandon Miller over the 16 and a half points. I think the volume should definitely be there for him to get up and over that one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, again, it's not like Detroit plays great basketball and they don't play very good defense except for the threes, as you pointed out. So that's who we'll go with. All right, man. Um, we should probably reconnect on Friday for an NBA podcast, so check that out. Make sure you're uh, paying attention to your Outkick Bets podcast feed. I will be connecting with Dan Z and Scott Martin on Thursday to do an NFL Conference Championship betting breakdown. Uh, make sure you check out me and uh, David's handicaps um, for all sports at outkick.com backslash betting. Uh, me and him will both have stuff out, player props and sides for the NFL games. I do week daily NBA pod uh, handicaps. Um, David does daily college basketball and hockey handicaps. As far as I know, you can get 
uh, access to his daily NBA picks at beatingthebookie.com. Uh, make sure you follow David at Future Press 2024. Do you have anything to say to the listeners? All right, you're muted somehow, but peace out, dogs. <laughs> you can't hear me? Yeah, I just heard you. Oh. Now, now we hear you. <laughs> say goodbye. Bye. Bye.